Hello and welcome to the Be More podcast. Now this episode right here is an absolute game changer for anybody who's on any kind of like um, nutrition plan, diet. Basically Rosie's come on and just been like, right, this is the unknown secret to getting the most fantastic results and enjoying the process and never like falling off plan. And I'm like, this is so true and it's been relevant for me as well. So guys, enjoy let us know what you think leave us a review if you haven't already stick it up on instagram story to let us know you're watching it uh listening to it or whatever it is you're doing soundcloud or itunes leave us a review wherever you're listening thanks a lot for your time happy bank holiday weekend cheers guys and enjoy hello instagram i hope you are all well so as promised we are going live and i'm bringing on rosie she should be Jumping on any second. Let me see how I figure out how to add her on. Hello, guys. Hope you are all having an awesome Tuesday. So let me see how I can add on Rosie. So once she jumps on, I will invite her on. This is going to be amazing, by the way, guys. I think if you've seen in my story today, the shape Rosie got in for her most recent show, smashed it. So she's going to be sharing all of her tips with you guys on how she got into that amazing shape. So stay tuned. She should be live and with us in the next minute or so. Rosie, here she is. Right, let me add her in. Okay. For Rosie. Let's get some people on this, ready for when she comes on. Here we go. Hello. <laughs> That's better than Facebook, isn't it? We've both got a half yeah. of the screen. That's a lot better, actually. Is your phone charged? Yes, it's fully charged. I literally charged it before this, so hopefully it'll be okay. <laughs> Love it. First of all, congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Smashed it, didn't you? Well, I guess, yeah, routine category. Yeah, it was kind of, it was a bit like made up on the day, but it seemed to go okay, so it was good. Insane. So you, how did you get on in your last show? Um, so again, I won my routine category. I didn't place in the fitness model category, um, like where you do with posing and stuff. So, so did, you, did you win both of them this time? No, I didn't play. Bikini was really competitive. It was like 30 people. So I didn't place in that one either. Um, and then the routine was like seven other people and they came best in that one. Boom. So <laughs> would, you, would you say this is like the best shape you've been in? Um, yeah, I'm a little bit lighter than I was in my stage weight, maybe like two kilograms lighter than I was last time. Um, but I feel, I feel so much more energetic, like, and also it makes handstands a little bit easier being a tiny bit lighter. So I, I, yeah, I feel like I'm at a more optimal weight, um, how I am now rather than a little bit bulkier, which makes everything more difficult. Nice. Cause I've seen the video of you doing your like your display on stage and yeah. I was thinking to myself when I competed I barely had the yeah. energy to pose I was so tired and drained <laughs> like the oh, diet really? completely ruined me yeah by the time I got on stage I was completely in bits whereas you were yeah. like just doing this handstand like flying your body around I'm like what the hell has she been doing <laughs> so you, yeah. did it, you definitely did it the right way so for the listeners what would be your top five diet tips Number, um, that's quite difficult. Number one, definitely eat, 
you know, eat all food groups, but just make sure you're sticking to eating nutrient-dense foods. Um, so, you know, make sure you're getting in your fibre a day, you're eating high-quality proteins, say chicken, fish, um, if you're vegetarian, I don't know, soy products that are available. Um, make sure, I don't know, I was on kind of more of a gluten-free based diet just because sometimes I feel I get bloating and things. Um, in the stomach so I wasn't really having much gluten I wasn't really having much dairy and that seemed to suit me quite well so I think you know if you do have a tendency to experience bloating diarrhea gas things like that maybe try cut out things like gluten and dairy and refined sugars um I also wasn't having too many process yeah I wasn't really having much processed food so you know I wasn't really having chocolate I wasn't having too much bread stuff like that so it was a fairly, I guess, clean, healthy diet, um, but it just left me feeling really energised. And I was also using Herbalife products, and I actually do think that makes a massive difference. Um, you know, they've got so many vitamins and minerals in them, which are, can be quite difficult to get um, if you're not actually making a conscious effort to consume it otherwise. So, again... I would recommend, I would highly recommend um, using Herbalife, yeah. Interesting, because you didn't use it for your first prep, did you? And I didn't use no. it for any of the shows that I did. Yeah, um, I didn't use it at all. Um, and I hadn't used it for a couple of months. I'd only used it in December. In December, I remember using it thinking, oh, I feel really energised using it. And again, I used it for the second half of my prep when I got back to the UK. And honestly, I felt so energised the whole time. So crazy, <laughs> yeah, crazy. So for the people who are listening, what were you, what products were you using and what value were you getting? Yeah. From them? So I was using Formula One. Um, I had the free from and also the chocolate mint. Um, I was using the protein drink, and I was using the herbal tea. Um, so I had the herbal tea actually instead of having a coffee, which I normally have in the morning. And what I normally find is when I wake up, like I'd usually have a black coffee, but quite often, like I get a bit of a slump. So I was still having a coffee, but more mid morning. because I normally have two coffees anyway. So I was just having one coffee a day um, mid morning. So I wasn't getting that slump and it was honestly a lot better. Um, and then I was also using the oat fiber drink, which I, I think was really beneficial because I was pretty much on like, think about 35 to 40% protein they quite might have even 45% protein quite a high protein intake um in my diet so you know you do sometimes feel a little bit um <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think that really helped with my digestive system for sure 100% like when I competed yeah. Obviously, I didn't. I wasn't using the Herbalife products, and I, yeah. for me, I went days where I didn't go to the toilet because when you're yeah. in a calorie deficit, you're getting less nutrients, right? It's not. It's not yeah. very nice thing to say, but I've said it before publicly. Yeah. Yeah. People who are probably on stage would be like, "What? You're using Herbalife products?" They're, they're so like, yeah. close to it, they're thinking, "I'll just use my protein or whatever." Yeah. Whereas in reality, obviously, you went and won. <laughs> Your shape was insane, and you didn't Thank have you. any of the any of the problems that most people have right now. And most most people yeah. who competed on on Saturday or Sunday. Are still mm -hmm. eating now, right? They're probably still plowing their way through burgers because yep. they've just gone in such a long period of dieting, mm -hmm. feeling so rubbish. They just want to really like they they feel depleted. They're over replenishing themselves, and yeah. with obviously mm -hmm. their 
the bad psychological effects of, of that kind of diet whereas you haven't really done anything have you you're back in the gym like on, yeah honestly i think one of the most important things is obviously i i kind of go by the principle of 80% of the time I'm eating healthy food anyway, but I do do if it fits your macros. Like if I really fancy a chocolate bar, I'll have a chocolate bar because I know as soon as you cut out everything that you like, you start to crave things. And that's when people go on their post binge, post show binge, because they're like, oh my God, I haven't had anything in 16 weeks, 20 weeks. And all of a sudden they start eating, you know, they, they've got these massive goodie bags, boxes of chocolate and everything just so when they finish their show, they can indulge in it. And it's like, Really, do you need that? You know, did if you, you binge really after your first show? Have did you binge after your first show? <laughs> no, you didn't. Not, so. I might. I think I had more cravings than usual, but you know, I didn't really have a massive binge. No, okay. I actually no. That's a lie. That's a lie. I had a week where I had such a social week. I was literally out for brunch, dinner every single day. So it wasn't the healthiest week, but. I think because I had kind of done that, it wasn't like I'd go home and just binge on a load of food. See, for, for yeah. me, I, the shows I did, I binged so bad after. Oh, so really? I was, I was wondering if you had had like a noticing change because obviously a lot of it you said is down to your personal development as well, which is super interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and and I again, think, a, lot, yeah. a lot of people who go to, who compete are typically, what's the way of putting it, meatheads. <laughs> So yeah. they're not really into the into the reading, which is just that's yeah. just the reality of it, right? Whereas you've gone and completely smashed it in a completely different way, and now you're yeah. coming out of it like in a safe way. So I think there's there's learnings to be had from that. Mm -hmm. Like when you're doing your cardio and you're if you're doing a prep down the line for the, anyone who's listening who's doing a prep, be listening yeah. to books like that like you mentioned in the last 100%. podcast because that's going to help them so much with their with their headspace. That's yeah, which is the most important thing I think when you're doing something like a show because it is you versus you. Yeah, I think the most important things are mindset, surrounding yourselves with the right people, and also making sure you're getting the right nutrients. And when you've got those three things going for you, then you feel amazing. Well, I felt pretty good throughout the whole prep, and I still feel amazing now. And I don't really feel, you know, I've had a bit of chocolate because I had a chocolate Easter egg and, you know, what can I say? But I haven't had like massive binges by any means. And a lot of girls as well, they go through like where they get so lean isn't as that yeah. healthy to do for a girl because you're, you're obviously supposed to carry more body fat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So g girls notice like they're obviously like their menstrual cycle is affected yeah. by competing. Mm -hmm. And this is like a, a serious thing that isn't really made yeah. apparent. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm not saying you need to discuss what your situation is, but yeah. I can imagine yours is a healthier one compared to other people who diet on like 500, yeah. 600 calories a day just to try and get to yeah. the shape. And then within I mean, three or four weeks, they look completely different. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I'm quite lucky I can be a very low body fat percentage and still be like fully functioning um, with, you know, having a period and stuff like that. But I do know people who have been on like 16, 20 week um prep periods and they that completely goes you know they lose everything and it's not a good position to be in for a female um especially if you're looking at competing long term you know you don't want to be putting your body through that much stress the whole time so again i think you do need to emphasize the importance of having a healthy balanced lifestyle and if you are competing you know make sure that 
you're doing it in a sensible way. Um, you know, you're not competing all year round if you're a low body fat percentage losing your menstrual period. And, you know, it's just not worth it for the sake of health. If you're... And I think this is even relevant for people who aren't competing because people yeah. think they need to go so aggressive with their diet. Mm -hmm. And I think this is one it's down to a lack of education. And I think yep. that sports is people want things right away and they're not prepared yeah. to be patient. And I think this is one of the biggest reasons why have you seen in the papers today, 18.5 million people in the UK are overweight or obese. And it's like, yeah, this is crazy. crazy. And I, I think it's down to people being over aggressive and then binging and that mm -hmm. constant cycle with the compound effects of that over and over and over again to the point yeah. where they're not even prepared to try a diet again because they know they're going to fail. It's yeah. a vicious cycle that's got to the point where they're, they're, they're now living a life where they're unable to move or they're really like suffering with the health side effects of, of the lifestyle they're living. But you know that is all down to mindset. People are binging on food because they emotionally eat and that's only because they're not the right place mentally. And I think if people were more open-minded, like so many people don't want to do personal development because they think, oh no, that's only for losers, you know. I, I could never do that. What's the point in doing it? I don't want to read. I don't want to do this. Whatever. Whatever reason they don't want to do it. Uh, but it's made such a big difference in my life. Like, I feel literally on cloud nine um, when last comp, when I hadn't really done any mindset work, after the competition, I was kind of like, and throughout the prep, actually, I was kind of like, I didn't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> I didn't want to socialize. You know, these different things, which you shouldn't really be feeling. And I think that is often the time when people end up emotionally eating because they don't feel like they're in the right place. Yeah, and I think so once you do the show, comfort. Yeah. 100%. And I know when I competed, I felt like I had no purpose afterwards because that was my goal. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. what so many people do. And I think yeah. you've got to learn to love the journey. And I think that's relevant mm -hmm. for people, whether they're doing shows or trying to get lean for summer whatever yeah. it is they're doing you've got to find something that you enjoy mm -hmm. and it, it shouldn't be a quick fix which i think is the main thing to take from this which obviously you've done and demonstrated so well because you've just yeah. rocked up won your show and now you're not, not even like like most people are, are, are suffering right now post-show yeah. and you're just like i'm cool i'm working on other things in my life because you've got goals you know yeah. and this is, comes from the mindset work that you do so obviously that's yeah. a key thing, right? Having having goals set that are just more than yeah. just the event. It's goal setting in your show, life. Yeah, post show, it's really important to have lots of other things lined up after show, especially if it's your first show, because it does almost feel like you know you've lost something. You don't really have an aim now, especially if you've really say dieted hard or prepped really hard, and you're not used to that kind of lifestyle. You've thrown everything into it. And you, you haven't been used to that prior to the prep period. You're then kind of like, well, what do I do now? For me, it's a little bit different because my lifestyle is training. My lifestyle's healthy living. So that's why I think it's easier, a little bit easier for me post prep. But I don't see why that can't be for everyone because it's just the compound effect of, you know, I go to the gym pretty much every day. I eat healthfully every day. And if you're doing that all year round, prep, prep is a breeze for you because you're yeah. just continuing your normal lifestyle 100 <laughs> percent. and obviously you recommended the compound effect in the last yeah. podcast didn't you? and that's a, yeah. a book that just you could read over and over and over again yeah 100 and, and, and that could be the only book you ever read but it would make mm -hmm. you could make so many different changes to your lifestyle because of the habits that you can implement into your day 
yeah. over time yield huge results and i know that's obviously mm -hmm. what we're, we're all yeah. about and we're trying to we're trying to help people with so yeah. what, other, what other advice would you give to people who are like we're looking at obviously the news today what would you what's yeah. your opinion on it um i didn't actually see the news but was it it was just on obesity uh, yeah so on the back page or front page it was 18 it's just literally a big spread saying 18.5 million people in, in britain unhealthily fat basically yeah that's crazy so the first piece of advice i'd probably give is to start making small changes in your daily routine so it might be something as simple as going for a walk each day you know going for a 30 minute walk each day and if you're going for a 30 minute walk why not listen to a 30 minute podcast or 30 minute audiobook on mine you know something to do with self-development because i think as soon the self-development is the key part and as soon as you realize that and you actually start doing it it does transform your life it might be something that you don't want to do at the beginning but go try it for two weeks. Try, just try it for two weeks. What's the harm? You know, it's not going to hurt you. And I guarantee if you're reading the right stuff, it will change the way you think. Um, and then, yeah, so that would kind of be changing one or two habits to begin with. Um, being more social. I think socializing is a really important part. You know, then you're not kind of in the house on your own thinking oh okay now i want to go and binge on food because you're bored and that's what the majority of people do they're bored so they grab something for the cupboard um it's with the right people right yes yes people who because some yeah. people will be like let's go eat and then that's if they're feeders <laughs> then they're not the kind of people to be social with so choose carefully yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> people in the gym are normally pretty good um yeah. because at least they kind of have a shared interest or they're into healthy living and stuff what else did i, I think know? what yeah i think you mean as a positive community is just yeah, can help exactly. you to thrive and make you feel like you're not in it on your own i know what you mean definitely and that's yeah. account accountability as well and access to other people that are like-minded definitely yeah more mm -hmm. water i think is so something people are dehydrated it's crazy like i'm yeah. like right if i get a new like a new client i'm like right drink three liters of water a day and they're like what I drink. I don't even drink yeah. three glasses. And I'm like, how big are the glasses? They're like little, little mini ones. I'm like, that is the rule, like number yeah. one. Drink, drink more water. And like, cut out fizzy drinks. If you drink fizzy drinks, cut it out. You know, there's yeah. no need for it. It's just a lot of artificials and sugar and stuff that you really don't need. Um, <laughs> aim to try and get your five a day. Really, really simple. You know, aim for the rainbow. Um, stuff that everyone kind of knows, and it's really not difficult to do. Um, for, for me, I think my my number one is don't have things in the house that that are bad. But that for me yeah. is the simplest thing. I'm like, right, when I'm gonna go onto a, a healthy mindset, I'm like, right, rule rule one, I want a healthy house. Mm -hmm. So obviously, I've got my personal development books. I've got there's no like sweets in the house. I'm like that. Yeah. If it's there, I, if it's there, I eat it. Like I could be mm -hmm. the most disciplined person in the world, but if there's a pack of sweets on the side, I'm gonna be I'm gonna eat them. Or yeah. same as hobnobs. So I'm like, right, yeah. they're, they're, they're going. I'm either gonna smash more than on Sunday, or I'm gonna bin them. Yeah. And it's it's as soon as you have one. Like if you open the packet for something, then that's it. You know, yeah. there's no restraining. Whereas if you don't have it in front of you then there's no temptation and you know you just won't end up actually 
And I, I think having one or two is, is doesn't even exist, does it? No. Like these these foods are designed to make you want more. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, a really, really good um, tip. Start journaling. That is a game changer. Journaling first thing in the morning or last thing at night. Um, in my journaling, like I do gratitude. I always write down my vision, um, write down exactly where I want to go. And I always write down like my to do list. So I know exactly what I need to get done in the day. And then at night, not all the time, but I about half the time I do like an evening reflection of how my day's gone. Um, and then just areas that I can improve for the next day. Nice. And if you're listening thinking, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do that. There's journals yeah. that are actually made to give you like yes. that criteria, which makes it so much easier as well. And I think yep. with things like goal setting, yes. you, just, you just get better exactly. at time. You just get mm -hmm. better at time. Because I would, when I first started a journal with goal setting, I was rubbish. Like the goals yeah. I wrote down, I've still got some of my journals when I first had it and I'm like, oh, really? wow, that, that is embarrassing. And I think that those are my goals now. But that's yeah. just how you start. And it's like any mm -hmm. muscle, you get better through time. And I yeah. think that's the key. It's just to start. Whereas people are yeah. like, oh, I'm a bit worried about setting a goal. What about if I fail? Good. The, the, the failure yeah. is, is actually moving forward. That means you're exactly. trying. And what, the more you mm -hmm. fail, the more you're going to win. Where the people yeah. who, who fail in life are the ones who fail once and quit. Whereas the yeah. winners just fail more often. I know. And they, and they just keep going. All the successful people in the world, they fail time and time again. And they're only successful because they see past the failure. They see the failures as opportunities and, you know, they use it to grow themselves. If they just then decided they weren't going to do anything, then there would be failures as well. You know, they wouldn't have the success they, they have. What was Albert Einstein's? Like, how many times did he attempt the light bulb? Was it like 10,000 or something? Something I don't know, crazy. I don't know if that's a myth, but he was just like, I'm just 10,000 times closer to getting it right. Whereas anyone else would be like, yeah. I've failed my diet twice now, I'm never doing it again. And yeah. then they just go out mm -hmm. of control. And it's the same with like any goals or aspirations they have in their life, which is yeah. why I think the system is taking people to where they are now, where they think, right, I've got to go and work for someone else's goals for the rest of my life, which isn't really the case. They just, yeah. just need to be prepared but, to fail again. Yeah, I think people need to think bigger. You know, when we're children, we have all these amazing things that hopes and dreams that we want to achieve. And then as we get older, because we've got this stereotypical kind of, oh, yeah, you have to be working your nine to five job. You have to be doing something that you don't particularly want to do, but you're earning X amount of money. Everyone's just kind of stuck in this rat race thinking, OK, this is the norm. You know, I can't do anything different. No, it's completely wrong. Like, it's a total lie. You can do exactly what you want to do. But you you need to make that decision to make it happen. Um, you know, you're 100 percent percent responsible for everything in your life. Say you're stuck in a job that you hate. Change it. You know, I know it is more difficult if you've got mortgages, you've got children and things. If you really want to change your life, transform your life, you will make it happen. Um, and I, I think people just don't think big enough about what they actually can achieve. 100 percent, 100 percent. So if someone listens to this while they're on their power walk, to start yep. changing their routine, this is going to give them some absolute fire to to definitely have a kick, a kick start. You, yep. Are you going to launch your own podcast or something? Because obviously you're like a natural on here. Is it something you've got in the pipeline? <laughs> I don't know about that. I really don't know. Um, it's something I've been thinking about, mainly because of, like, you're a massive inspiration. I think everything you're doing is incredible. Like, I really love the fact that you're sticking to your words and you're pursuing your dream and you're making things happen. You're taking action, which is what a lot of people don't. 
at the moment like I've got so many things on the go and obviously I've read the book the one thing so I'm trying to grow my YouTube channel like all these different things um but I think yeah podcast is definitely something else I do need to think about so I'm gonna have to talk to you more about it <laughs> get more advice from you I think audio is great because people sometimes, we live such busy lives. Yeah. I know you personally get value from audio, whether it be an yeah. audio book or a podcast. So I'm just thinking mm -hmm. you've got a great voice and you've got a great message to share. You've got to be on multiple platforms. And I think that's the key yeah. to social media nowadays. Because if mm -hmm. they like your podcast, then they'll go watch your blog. And if they like yeah, your blog, then they go listen to your podcast. Then you're getting people in multiple different ways. And they're always yeah. consuming your content, which is you just want you want to be everywhere, which is what like Grant Cardone and Gary yeah. says, and that's how yeah. you dominate the space. But unbelievable, I've enjoyed tonight. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> no worries. I think I prefer Instagram live to Facebook. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely it's... better in terms of like the actual connection as well. <laughs> yeah, I noticed as well. It seems much clearer as well. Right. Yeah, Good the Facebook. Time. I don't know what was wrong. That was terrible. And your battery was the problem. Okay, no, that, was, that was a massive problem. Right. <laughs> I learned Thanks. from my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on. I hope you guys enjoyed. People are coming yeah, thank you so, so inspiring. Much. Love it. Cheers, guys. Let us know what you think on the podcast as well. And I'm sure Rosie will come on for part three very, very soon. Yes, 100%. Have a Take lovely evening. <laughs> Take care. See you later. Bye. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you got some value from that. I got so much from it and I'm excited to do another episode with Rosie again soon. Guys, let us know. Is there anybody you know who would be an amazing guest on the Be More podcast? I'm happy to talk to anyone. I just love talking to people really. Um, people fascinate me. So whatever it is that you know or whoever it is that you know that'd be like, right, they'd be actually good on that podcast. Reach out to me, send me a message. Um, if it's on Instagram, tag them in it as well so then I'll know who I'm speaking to and I will make it happen. Cheers guys, enjoy your weekend.